Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello everybody and welcome to the Wrestling Predict Cast. And we have got an absolutely massive show for you today. Nine matches to discuss, debate, dissect and predict and joining me, Ben White, as always, are my two co-hosts, competitors, and friends. First up is a wrestling viewing veteran, a man who has seen everything and anything, a man who has watched it all and been drunk through most of it. It's Joe. How are you, Joe? Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. That's a, a, a fitting introduction. There you go. And also joining us to di- disc- discuss and dissect is a wrestling newbie, but a rising star of the wrestling podcast scene and the crown jewel of the Wrestling Predict cast. It's Luke. How are you, Luke? That's a very nice introduction. I'm pleasantly surprised by that. I'm very good. Thank you, Ben. I was editing last 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 week's episode and I got ripped into for my rubbish introductions. And uh, I thought, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step it up a little bit this time. And I decided to go nice rather than, uh, rather than ironic, nasty or sarcastic. So... Um, yeah, take that what you will. I just thought I just thought an introduction in any form would be nice. Uh, and so you, <laughs> you, you've certainly achieved that, my friend. So thank you. Well, in my head, I thought, well, the last episode was Extreme Rules recap. I thought, well, we're not going to be picking up new new listeners for that one, are we? So I was hoping they kind of knew who we were. But this actually crown jewel pay per view prediction. They might, you know, we might get some new people coming in to uh, to see what we think about it. And it is a massive our Saudi audience, mate. Don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You never know. We have a, we have a, we actually have a big uh, Indian fan base, so you never know. Say it could stretch to Saudi Arabia as well. You never know. All right then. So Crown Jewel, huge, huge pay per view. You when you look down the card, it's it's massive. In fact, you'd argue that some of these are kind of WrestleMania level matches on a pay per view that for a little while I didn't even consider a proper pay, a, like the the Saudi Arabia matches to be even proper pay per views. Um, what's your thoughts? Are you excited for the match? How are you feeling about it, Luke? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it more than I, more than I was extreme rules. Just like I say, there's some better matches on there, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into, I suppose, when we come to the predictions, but <clears throat> how much will actually change? I don't know, but yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. That's fair. What about you, Joe? Big, big Thursday night pay-per-view or Thursday afternoon pay-per-view, six o'clock start time in the UK. Tempted to watch it live? Um, I probably won't watch it live. Um, but I could, so that's nice. Um, I'm always, I've always wondered why they do Sunday night pay-per-views and not Saturday night. It just seems like it would suit everyone better, but maybe that's naive. Maybe that's because people go out on Saturday. No, I don't do that anymore. Um, I was, uh, <clears throat> I was laughing, I was laughing at your introduction about Luke about the crown jewel of our uh, pod in the sense that it's like a sort of non-event, really, isn't it? <laughs> this one. Um, cut, cut. Begrudgingly controversial. That's what I like about it. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a it's like a really good house show. Um, and yeah, not spoiling any of my predictions, but like I've kind of factored that in that house shows tend to kind of go the way you want them to go from a kind of you know kind of what does everyone want to see house show type event. And I've always thought it's about Crown Jewel. It kind of goes well of all the wrestling pay per views we watch. It's like the one where you kind of go well. It's probably going to be all the results we think it's going to be because 
they don't want to cause too much controversy. And also, I generally think the match quality in the Crown Jewel ones isn't that good. So it'll be interesting to see how they do some of the matches um, when they get going. So like Hell in the South, for example, I'm interested to see how how risky that is, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's fair. Because you've got to remember, it's usually op- it is open air. It's usually in the heat. They they struggle, and particularly some of these wrestlers. I mean, to be fair, Goldberg is bringing the average age up, but we haven't got any kind of really random old old veteran people coming back where you think this is going to be really dodgy, apart from Goldberg, but we'll get to that in a bit. These are actually, like I said, kind of WrestleMania-worthy matches. I just kind of wish... It feels like they're a bit wasted on this card. Some of these matches I really kind of want a good build for. I think that what they've done with Drew McIntyre and Big E has actually been really solid to watch and decent over the last couple of weeks. I just wish it wasn't leading to a match where you clearly know what the outcome's going to be. And the same with some of these other ones as well. You know, the the well, we'll get to some of the competition ones, the King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring and stuff as, as we go through it. So um, I, th- I think that's the issue of having the draft before a pay-per-view like this because... You can kind of second guess a lot of the results based on that. I mean, it might not do. They might might throw some curveballs in there, but you would think generally. I do. I will say though. I will say I've enjoyed the way they've done the draft in the sense that they've said this is when it starts from. I mean, admittedly, they have been pretty loose with the rules between then and now. Like there doesn't seem to be any brand split at the moment because um, the Usos were on Raw last week, but they weren't on Raw before and they're not on Raw after. But they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just show it wherever they want. Please. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, but I do, but I do like, I do like that it's not, it's not, it's not like both, like it, like we know that the the times the draft the, the draft applies from is better than it just being kind of loose for three weeks and then something happens. I like it. This this seems to work better, but it is a bit odd. I will I will say it's a bit odd. It's almost the perfect pay per view for that. It's the perfect pay per view for this kind of midway draft point because you can throw some really big matches in there. You can kind of blow off a couple of feuds if anything needs blowing off. And then it is an absolute restart on October 22nd. And there should be hopefully some interesting stuff happen on SmackDown on, on Friday. Um, okay. So we'll get into it. So the idea is we're going to go through round, uh, match by match, bit by bit, predicting each of them in our ongoing predict cast league and competition. And we'll give you the details, how you can get involved at the end. Um, the Hardys, the Steiners, the Mega Powers. We've had some mammoth splits and tag teams in the past where they've built and built and built and then there's a massive, huge fracture down the middle resulting in a massive match and rivalry. And I, I'm not exaggerating when I say that Mansoor versus Ali is not that. So Mansoor versus Ali at Crown Jewel. Um in what's got to be the easiest match to predict of the whole card. So we'll start with you, Joe. Are you going to throw a curveball? Mansoor versus Ali, where are you going? Um, no, I'm going to go Mansoor, I think, on this one. Um, <laughs> given his, given Expl- his streak. Explain that, mate. Explain that. Well, he's got a, he's got a, quite a streak going um, in Saudi shows. He's the only Saudi wrestler. Um, I don't, do you know what? What's really bothered me about this is I didn't, I didn't see this coming. <laughs> like, I was... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, they're playing against Mansoor. And then, like, literally last week, they were like, oh, yeah, actually, we do need to set up a match. And I was like, of course they are. Why did I, why did I, why did I not see this coming? 
like, I was like, what are they going to do with Mansoor? They're going to put him in the title match for um, Crown Jewel. Like, you know, tag team match. I was like, of course they're not. Of course they're going to split it up and then have that feud, which has been built in 15 minutes total. Yeah, yep. absolutely. 15 um, minutes total. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to go Mansoor on this one. And I think it's going to be, a, I think it'll be an okay match. Well, certainly from Ali's side. Yeah. Well, Mansoor's not terrible. He's not. He's not terrible. He's just this. This will be a solid match, but it would. What it would have been pre-show, but will feature like third or fourth matching on the card. Yeah, it won't. It won't be. Um, yeah, it won't be. It won't be brilliant. Um, he is. He is by far the best wrestler from Saudi Arabia they've got. Well, that's without doubt. Um, <laughs> and uh, and that's and that's about all I've got to say on it. Really, I, it will. It presumably will have a speech afterwards. From him, yeah, um, where he does a bit in um, English, then a bit in Arabic, um, just to get the crowd hyped. Um, yeah, it's just going to be what it's going to be, isn't it? Luke, yeah, Mansell. All right, fair enough. Um, do we do we think this is the beginning of the Saudi streak? Three matches, four matches in. Could they build this well enough that you've got? Can anyone beat Mansour in Saudi Arabia? I hope not. Could it match the Undertaker's twenty-one? Was it twenty-one zero? I really hope not. Um, like, like, I, like, I don't want it in a few years for him to be beating Bobby Lashley clean. At, at <laughs> I, I tell you what, though, I don't put it past him. No, no, I don't put it past him. That's the weird thing. It's just like if they're going to keep because Mansoor, they do these shows what twice a year. If if, we, if everything keeps going the way they hope it was, it's twice a year. That's twice a year Mansoor gets a gets gets a big win. You know, start to stack up pretty quick. I tell you what, there's other wrestlers in the cart on on in WWE that wouldn't mind two two wins in a year. That's for sure. That's true. Yeah, that's two two guaranteed wins on a pay per view. Yeah, on a pay per view, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Plus, plus he gets to win in his hometown, or well, you know, home home country, but in hometown, as you put it. Why but, don't we? Why don't any of us have Mansoor as our wild card? That would have been such a quick win because you are he's not going to be on any of the pay per views, and he's going to win the two Saudi shows. That's true. I think I, think I discussed that, but we were like, that'd be a bit ridiculous. You have to choose someone who's going to like wrestle more than twice a year. And nobody saw him showing up on Raw. Nobody saw him showing up. At one point, I was like, I'm sure I recognise that guy from somewhere. And then when he said his name, I was like, oh, that guy. Oh, that guy's over in America. Oh, fair play. Like, the, 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 there must be a Saudi show coming up. Is Angel Garza growing his hair out? Say again, Joe. I said, is, that, is Angel Garza growing his hair out? Oh, no, it's Mansoor. <laughs> right, we will swiftly move on from Mansoor versus Ali to um a bit of a strange situation now because they've 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 got the um queen's crown and the king of the ring both competitions started two weeks ago and we've got the finals at um crown jewel we don't know who the finalists are we're recording this on the monday before um crown jewel but when we do the predictions form i'll put in the actual winners so we will be able to pick our actual winners from who wins it properly as of tomorrow but we'll discuss based on who the finalists are. So we're going to start with the Queen's Crown. Um, this has been... It's difficult to discuss it with, without talking about the other one as well. But this has been the biggest mismatch I've ever seen in WWE for a long time. In the fact that the King of the Ring matches get like 15 minutes, solid, decent, amazing matches. And the, I checked this because to, to make sure my point wasn't absolute crap. The longest match so far in the Queen's Crown has been three minutes. 
and that was that was Dewdrop versus Natalia. This has been like it's 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 kind of and I don't know if this has been too extreme, but it's kind of been a little bit of Divas days of just they come out, they get big entrances, they have a two minute match, a roll up, and then someone goes through. And this is meant to be kind of a big tournament, the first of its kind. And that leads us to Selena Vega versus either Dewdrop or Shayna Baszler, depending on who wins on Raw tonight. Um, Joe, thoughts on the Queen's crown and who do you think is going to end up being the winner at Crown Jewel? Yeah, it's been crap, hasn't it, really? <laughs> um, I, don't, yeah. I, don't think, I don't know really how you get away from it being, being crap. Um, there's so many wrestlers that could have put on this and I would have almost been happy if they'd have knocked on their head the women's title match and just had like the eight, um, you know, have, have the eight best women in, in that. Put Charlotte Flair in, Becky, Sasha, Bianca, probably Shayna would still be in there for me. Um, but like, it's just desperate. And like, I'm also looking at some of this and just thinking, and I'm going to make this point a bit later as well, but like, just the appropriateness of some of the wrestlers for Saudi Arabia. Like, Carmella was never going to wrestle in Saudi Arabia, was she? Like, I, I like, do you know, do you know what I mean, it would just be, it yeah. would like, it's like, there's a leap of like, what's, what's like, you know, there's, there's pushing boundaries and there's like, coming out in your lingerie and it's like, probably not going to be Carmella that wins this. Um, I was even surprised that, um, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to, I'm going to call Shayna Baszler. I mean, calling her for three years. This is a this is a moment. I think um, I'd be disappointed if it's not her. And also, why would it be Dewdrop? Like, it doesn't make any sense, does it? Which, which Luke, makes me think it might be. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, Luke, agree. What, what's what's been your what's been your thoughts on the competition, and who do you reckon's winning it? Yeah, I think just similar to what you've been saying. I think it's been pretty poor. Um, obviously, some of the competitors weren't going to win because of their attire so yeah all the things that joe, joe said as well um are we, are, we, are we predicting this is in terms of selena vega or the other one or we're we picking yeah it's essentially selena vega or the other one okay. because it's either you're either going to think because you, you can you can make your prediction properly if it's going to be dewdrop or or baszler i mean yeah. I, i'll put it this way luke if does it does your answer change depending on whether dewdrop or or baszler wins no. <laughs> there you go, then. That's no. a, a good use of 30 seconds, then. <laughs> so, who are you going with? Well, no, because I was just... Well, no, that's a fair point. So, yeah, I'm going to Shana Bowser as well. I, I, I think they've been really building up quite a bit recently. They've been doing this thing about spades, haven't they? So, they probably do the Queen of Spades sort of tag on it. Um, didn't even didn't even think of that. That's quite clever, actually. Didn't even, didn't even That didn't occur to me, but fair play. Yeah, so... I just, the, the only way Zelina Vega might win, because she's on SmackDown, isn't she? And is if they do something with Charlotte Flair and her in terms of who's the, the queen, I don't know. But um, I'm not changing. I'm, I'm still sticking with Shayna Baszler. Yeah, it's going to have to be Shayna Baszler. It, it, the stupid thing is, in earlier rounds, there were better matches you could have made here. Why is Zelina Vega the person they've pushed to the hill? Even if you forget the entire thing anyway. But Zelina Vega beat Tony Storm in the first round. Yeah. Like Tony Storm could have easily been the person that comes up to the, to, 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 you know, you showcase new talent. In fact, that's what's bugged me more is the fact they haven't showcased new talent. Why not bring a couple of NXT people through, just for the Raw and SmackDown shows at least? But Why? Like lost her second match on SmackDown after being called up. It just seemed a bit of a waste. I'd have had her in the final again. I think you're right. Tony Storm, Shayna Baszler would have been quite a good 
final. Yeah. They got history as well. It just, make, it just seems an easy win, an easy fit there. And if you think about people like Tegan Knox and those and and, and um, Shotzi Blackheart who were up, who have been called up, where are they? Why are they not involved in this? Why are we relying on Natalia and Carmella when those people could could have a proper shot at this? So it just feels Rhea, like you've really Rhea, wasted it. You could have Rhea Ripley and uh, Nikki Ash. Ash, yeah, yeah. But that, you know that would be fun. Really we could have had a good. We could have had a much better bracket than we've got. Even Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan got, got knocked out early doors by Carmella. There's better wrestlers. And I just don't understand why Selena Vega's up there to get beaten in two minutes. I mean, ideally, the the actual better match for the final would have been Dewdrop versus Baszler, because at least that feels like there's some competitiveness to it. But instead, they've got that for Raw. So it's a it's a random... It, I, I just don't understand why they've done this the way they've done it. Yeah. At all, I'm, I'm, really. I'm thinking about it, actually. Was a minute ago, Shayna Baszler has been drafted to SmackDown, hasn't she? No, I think she's she not raw. Shayna Baszler. She's at the moment, but I think she's been drafted to SmackDown because I'm pretty sure the split with Nia Jax. Um, okay, I'm pretty sure she's going to SmackDown anyway. I think you're right. I think it's she's gone to SmackDown. Yeah, right. Which would then make sense for the Charlotte Flair story as well moving forward. Well, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping it ends up being Baszler fighting for Charlotte for who's who's the queen, who's the champion. That seems to be the most obvious thing to do, and it's a big push for Baszler to be fair. So. Um, on the other side of that, you've got a fairly surprising King of the Ring tournament, as far as I'm concerned. They've had really good wrestlers and really good matches, from Finn Balor being amazing in every single match he's had. He's had some absolutely fantastic ones, all the way down to even like Xavier Woods versus Ricochet being an absolutely decent match, where you were kind of like, you know, because you didn't know who was going to win it, the the falls were decent. The the near the sorry the near falls were decent. The actual match was 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 good. Um, I, I came out of that thinking because I've never really seen Ricochet properly wrestle because he hasn't really been featured much. But I thought I've come out of that thinking why don't they use him more because he's actually really decent. That, it, that's a perfect example of you need a character to yeah. to make it because Ricochet is a great wrestler. The same way with Ali. Ali's a great wrestler, but they're characters that are just nothing. They just don't. They just they who are they? It's just, you you know, flips and being amazing is not going to get you anywhere in WWE, to be completely honest. So it is like, a real shame because I, like I really like Ricochet. The sound at the start of his entrance, though, as well. That's pretty good. You know, it like goes, bing, bing, and then, yeah. it, then it comes out. It doesn't make any sense, but, well, it does make sense because it's something ricocheting off something. But that's, that is, that's, that's his main gimmick. Yeah. There was a bit where he was trying to be, a, again, he was trying to be a, a real-life superhero, but that kind of fell on its ass as well. So... Um, through all the brackets and all the way we're going to, we've got Finn Balor versus either Xavier Woods or Jinder Mahal. Now, when I first saw this, I thought, oh, this is obvious. This, yeah, it's really simple. Who's going to go through? And then the more I think about it, the more I think, actually, the final might not be as clear cut, depending on what WWE are going to try and do with this. Um, so I genuinely don't know who's going to win between Xavier Woods and Jinder Mahal. Because it depends on who they fancy featuring in Saudi Arabia, whether they're going to go for a certain demographic, a certain profile of pe- person to make sure that they're featured on the card. Um, but then on the other side of this, you've got the fact that Xavier Woods has been very vocal about the fact he's always wanted to be King of the Ring and always win King of the Ring. And it means that New Day get on the card and they're ridiculously popular. So I genuinely don't know who's going to win this one. But regardless, I think, sorry, I don't know who's genuinely going to win the semi final. But regardless, I think Finn Balor's got a winner overall anyway. So it's kind of like what I said with Luke. I don't think it matters who wins the semi-final, but I'm going to go Finn Balor in the end. 
Um, Luke, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, um, quite similar. I think, again, I think Finn Balor is going to win as well. So that, that'd be my, my prediction. But the Jinder Mahal thing does worry me slightly because for me, an easier storyline would have been for Kofi Kingston to beat him, have him against Xavier Woods and do a bit of a thing with that. But the fact that they haven't done that and gone with Jinder Mahal makes me think he's going to win. Yeah. Um, and that makes me nervous because, like you say, d- does that mean that he wins overall? But I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping that, so I'm going with Finn Balor. Joe? Um, so so before, I, before I do that, I've, I've never been more sure of an outcome other than Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn. I don't know what out of all the wrestlers you've got, <laughs> you put into this bracket and get to the semi-final, Sami Zayn, who absolutely will not go to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> like, like, like it, doesn't, it just doesn't make any like. Do you know what I mean? It's just like I mean, give us a bit, of, just give us a little bit of credit. Like he doesn't go to Saudi Arabia. We know this. So why is he in the why is he in the King of the Ring semi-final? Doesn't make it anyway. Beyond that, I think what they're going to do is they're going to let Jinder beat Xavier Woods. I think, and I think then they'll present uh, Jinder as a massive heel. Bear in mind, and this is on the basis that I think it's a house show, isn't it? Yeah. And they'll make Jinder like the most hateable heel who loses to Finn Balor. That's what I reckon is going to happen. I think that makes sense. I think if you've got, I think you're pandering to the crowd enough earlier in the mat, earlier in the card or you know that we've already discussed that you can have Jinder Mahal as the big the big bad heel getting beaten by Finn Balor. There's no way Finn Balor's not winning this because this is a big push that he needs after having lost to he'll Roman out, Reigns. He'll come out as a demon as well, I would have thought, won't he? Oh I don't I know think, actually. I think Saudi. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure yeah. how appropriate that is, but that's what I that's the only thing I was thinking is I don't know if you if they if they could you get away with that? I don't know. Did the fiend ever fight in Saudi? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but that's very, it's very different to calling yourself the demon. I don't know. I don't know. You, you could be. You, you could well do. For the spectacle alone, you might get that. I think. That's true. That's true. I'd like to see the. De- feels a bit of a wasted demon versus Jinder Mahal. And if it is the case, it should take him less than three minutes to beat him. Oh, I think that's. I think it could be like a two-minute match. Oh, fair enough. Fair I enough. Mean, <laughs> If I could choose who I wanted to win, I would probably choose Xavier Woods. Over, like, the whole competition? Yeah, if I could choose, who, like, not who I think is going to win, but if I could choose who I wanted, I just think it would be really nice to give him to give him that title. So do I. I think I, I, would, I would give it to Xavier Woods as well. But you wouldn't... You'd be, you know, I, don't, I can't see... I don't, well, I would agree with you. I just don't see Xavier Woods beating... Um, no. No. Bella. Click like... No. Um, so that's why I do gender. I think, um, yeah, yeah. Do we or not? I don't. On the on the demon point, I don't know that how sensitively, like how sensitively aware WWE are. I don't think they'd have thought the demon probably inappropriate. Was it last? Was it last time when they did the thing where they they were like, yeah, first women matches ever, um, and it was like it was. I can't. Was it Natalia versus? Was it like? Oh God, who did Natalia face? It was, was a barely on the card. Maybe Alexa Bliss would it have been. It was, so, it, was too, it was a very random, out-of-nowhere match. But they were two all, very random people. There were four bodysuits, weren't they? And it was all like very sensitively done. And, and, was, t- and T-shirts. They wore those big baggy T-shirts over the top of the bodysuits. And then, and then, straight after that match, WWE played in the stadium the, it, the advert for the Evolution pay-per-view, which had all of the scantily clad women on and caused like, <laughs> uproar in the stadium. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't even know. I don't even know why you questioned it. To be fair, you're right. You're absolutely right with that. Um, what do we think of King of the Ring coming back anyway? Because King of the Ring's been everything from a pay per view in its own right. It's launched careers like you. Arguably, you don't have Stone Cold Steve Austin without King of the Ring. You've got, and then you've got other times when it's been a network special or literally they've just had two people in a match going, oh, by the way, this is a King of the Ring match and whoever wins this is the king. So, you know, we Joe is someone who's been watching wrestling forever. King of the Ring, happy for it to be brought back, happy to feature again. I was really excited right up until the moment when they started doing it. <laughs> right. I, I was the same. I thought it was really poor. I, the, the way they've done it has been just like just thrown together really quickly. and It's, de- it's desperate. You could have, if you, well, there's been rumours of this for months. Well, what you, you could have done 16 people... You could have had some actual feuds. You could have like you could have made a big thing of it, and it just feels like a bit cheap and nothingy now. I think, to be honest, um, I like you know, I'm not talking about AEW, but if you look at the kind of bracket for their title eliminator um, tournament versus the King of the Ring tournament, well, it's just it's just night and day, isn't it? Like it's just two completely different, and it's the same. It, it, and I almost think they probably did that to go, what are you playing at WWE? Like look how poor look how poor this is. Um, compared to what you could have done and they could have done it again so well there were so many wrestlers on that card that could have been in this that could have been that would have been better yeah I, I mean, mean King, the... King, King Nakamura for one who was the king and just gave up his crown for no reason you, yes. could have done it with, you could have done it with all X champ. you could have done it with all X WWE champions you have to be a WWE champion to be in King of the Ring and you would have easily filled that easily yeah. done it and that's Mahal a really good idea filled. actually you could have done Jinder Mahal Finn Balor uh, Kofi Kingston, Sheamus, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and two others that I can't think of off the top of my head. Yeah, and if you put Randy Orton versus AJ Styles in a bracket, you're still building to the same feud you have at Crown Jewel anyway. Yeah, Kevin so Owens. There's, there's, yeah, Kevin Owens. There's so many different ways of doing that. That's that is a much better way of doing it. I think the the thing that's the thing that I think is smart is the fact that matches have been really good and it's filled up time on shows where they clearly can't build any stories. They can't do anything else because all the cards are mixed up. I think it's a really clever move to have it where they got it. But you're right. I think it just feels rushed. They could do so much better and more with it. So I think I would, I, I, I always like King of the Ring. I always like a, a big competition like this. I think you can really show some massive stars with it, but they just haven't really done that. So yeah. King of the Ring qualifiers and everything as well. So you used to be yeah. asked, like, you know, you used to have to like qualify to get on the pay-per-view and, I remember, I remember Angle fighting three times in a night, and it being like such an event. And then they yeah. got this. Yeah, I, like I said, there was there were times when it was literally just a network special. We're going to do a King of the Ring network special, then all of a sudden the guy came out with the crown. I, did I miss something? But yeah, it's yeah. I've just checked by the way the women's match. It was Natalia versus Lacey Evans. Oh, there you go. Oh, of course it was. Oh, fair play. There you go. I can't wait to go back and push the main event. <laughs> What if I revisit the Ric Flair storyline? Well, there's all sorts of reasons that Ric Flair's not coming back, mate. In there, there's all these, let's not let's not get into that one at all, shall we? He, he could do he could do a bit on the Saudi show, couldn't he? <laughs> right, then we're moving swiftly on again um, <laughs> to the end of probably the one of the biggest feuds on the card at the moment. It's Edge versus Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell match. Um, They've done well to keep this feud going. They've done well to keep this feud fairly interesting. They've made some dubious points and dubious choices with 
where Seth Rollins, what Seth Rollins has been doing and, and house invasion, all the stuff for that, particularly with uh, WWE's track record for house invasion as an angle before. And particularly with Sonya Deville, who in real life had her house invaded and then it flicked from Edge to her going, what are you going to do about it? And I'm thinking, well, like, just read the mood of this situation. <laughs> read the thought, mood. I hadn't even thought of that. That is a really good point. Like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It, 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 was, it was, it, Edge went to her and said, like, what are you going to do about this? And she was like, well... Like, cry. I've got PTSD off the back of this. Like, like what, 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 what on earth? Cut away, cut away, cut away from this. How many times could you ask? The, could you say the words "read the mood" during a WWE show, and it'd be, and it'd be like, mate, read the read, read the mood. Like, well, and especially on Thursday with the Saudi shows. Um, you know when you're just sitting there and suddenly you get asked a question like this. And your heart sinks. You know that if you get this question wrong, you're probably going to have a fight. You might even get divorced. So you panic and you think, how about one involving an exoskeleton? And then you hear, yeah, but which one involving an exoskeleton? And then you've got nothing. You've called for an exoskeleton movie and you haven't got one in your locker. Well, the great news is there's a new podcast out that covers lists on all kinds of movie-related trivia. It's That Movie List Podcast. So the next time you make outlandish suggestions like exoskeletons, funniest films or explosions, and you end up getting it wrong, and you end up having a fight and probably getting divorced, at least you'll have someone to blame. That Movie List Podcast by Views from a Sofa Network. Edge versus Seth Rollins. So they've both won a match. It's, 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 they've both you know, got one, one, one all in the, uh, in the feuds. Um, I'm kind of glad that the wild cards are making our decision for us. So we've got wild card picks that, that force us to be different and force us to have different choices on the pay-per-view, which played out really well because we pretty much made all the same choices last time for Extreme Rules. So there's, there is a reason we do it. And we have so um, far today. Yeah, and exactly, yeah. So, um, Joe, your wild card pick is Seth Rollins for um, Hell in a Cell. So um, happy with that as a choice? Um probably would go edge why i just think i think the culmination of this feud and the house show element of it as well um makes me think edge is probably going to come away with the win in this feud i also think and i'm I'm not a fan of it i do think they will ultimately give edge the world title at some point and he does need to start winning some feuds to get there i think I, i i feel like that's the reason for him moving to raw right i hadn't even thought of that Okay, Luke, what's your thoughts? Agree? I mean, you've got to have Edge. Are you happy with that one? Yeah, I think I would have picked Edge anyway, to be fair. I mean, I don't think think it's that clear cut. Um, But the fact that they've won one each, Seth Rollins won the last one, the whole angle, like you say, I I, I just think the feel-good factor is Edge winning. And I think that's what will happen. Yeah, I think it's... If you hadn't had Seth Rollins literally breaking into the house of Edge and making himself at home, um, this could be a little bit more clear, a little less clear cut. But yeah. I mean, Edge has got to win it. You've, Edge has got to win it. And you're right. They, Edge, Edge also kind of needs a win. It feels like he's been on a little bit of a losing streak at the minute. I am bored of Edge sitting in a ring whinging though. Yeah, like, he's bulging down the camera just, like. Yeah, just stop whinging, mate. Just I think Seth Rollins has actually been really good in this whole, you know, considering what he's been asked to do. I think his promos have been really good and he's actually been really decent. 
and then Edge comes out, and you're like, oh, what's he going to whinge about now? What's what else, what's it going to be about his dark past and all the rest of it? It's just. Do you ever think Edge's promos like maybe ease up on the Red Bull a bit? That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, to a certain degree. Your eyes don't look. Your eyes look a bit. Your eyes look a bit gone, mate. I think you might need to like don't maybe don't have the full pint of Red Bull before you go before you go out like. He needs it to get through the energetic start to his entrance, mate, to be completely honest with you. Burns himself out running from one side of that ramp to the other side of that ramp, back to the other side of that ramp again. It's just like, chill out, Edge. He shot himself. Mate, you're an old man. Yeah, great. great. I think he shot himself in the foot a bit with the... With, with, with not wrestling, like, I don't know how many matches he's wrestled. I don't know what his contract is, but maybe like six a year or ten a year or something. But then also going into like three, three match feuds with both Randy Orton and then... And then um, uh, Seth Rollins, like back to back, you you kind of even like you're trying to prolong a three month feud with three matches, and that's why his promos are becoming a bit boring. Yeah, it's I've got a lot of time for Edge. I don't like him as the idea of him being world champion. I think if you've got someone like Edge on your card, you use him to build other people. You use him as a way up. I mean, what they should really do, and they've they've not done a very good job of it. What they should really do here is this should be Seth Rollins' journey towards his own championship fight, to him competing for whatever championship that he'll be going for. I mean, he's on Raw now, isn't he, with Edge, ironically. So him fighting for for Big E's championship, that would be a great feud, and it would make sense, and it would elevate Big E if you want to do that, to take on Seth Rollins. But if he loses here, you know, it makes, you know, you kind of have to push Edge in that direction. I just don't, I don't think you need that, so... The, the way you salvage this feud for me is to have Edge convincingly beat Seth Rollins and like properly injure him, whip him, whip him with a concerto for I don't know, however long, couple of goes. Have Seth Rollins dip out then for a little while and then come back. But maybe in the meantime, Edge beats Biggie, like at Survivor Series yeah. or somewhere like, or even Raw Rumble, and then somehow manage to shoehorn this Seth Rollins versus Edge like title match. Maybe even have Edge as a heel versus Seth as a face at WrestleMania for the belt. That's what I would do. That would make. I, I wouldn't mind that as a story. What do we don't do enough is send people away. Yeah, agree. They just they do not do that. I mean, I've I heard an argument ages ago. This I heard an argument that you could kill two birds with one stone by writing like three month holidays into wrestlers' contracts and saying you've got to go away for three months of a year. Maybe not all at the same time, but like you know, if you've you've you you just not on TV for this chunk of time and just expect that, because then those returns are way bigger. Because Seth Rollins is a little bit overexposed considering who he is, so I think there's something in that. It's just he just he does need to go away because he's just not as big a star as he should be anymore. So I feel like the same with Edge. We're getting overexposed with Edge now as well. He's not a he's not a spectacle anymore. They're either on TV all the time or just get forgotten about. Yeah. Like yes, that's fair. I mean, where's Oscar? I'm still waiting for her return at any point. She's got, be, she's got a hand injury. I found that out today. Oh, I was she? checking. I was double checking the, the the draft to make to prep. I actually doing a little bit of prep for the podcast. Would you believe it? And I saw that that yeah that she's got a hand injury, which is why she's not been drafted yet. Mm. So she's not been drafted. Obviously, Lacey Evans has not been drafted. as a couple like that. So had it hand injury. If you've been out for about seven months, <laughs> <laughs> lost a hand. <laughs> Well, bringing us bringing us really randomly back to Crown Jewel. Um, talking of, you know, losing things. Um, Lashley could lose his life 
versus Goldberg um, in a no-holds-barred match at Crown Jewel. Um, it's Goldberg versus Lashley. Um, Goldberg has threatened to kill Lashley. I did like the fact that Lashley has called out as... Um, did everyone see him say he was going to kill me last week? Because that's weird. Um, yeah. And I was watching it thinking, is Lashley slowly turning into the face in this feud here <laughs> by going... The, the the ranty old man is is saying really weird things and you're making me fight him. Um, so Goldberg versus Lashley, this has got to be Goldberg's last match, surely in WWE. It's the end of his contract. It's got to be his last match, which does make me wonder about him winning it or losing it because there is the person I would have win it, and there is the person I would, and the person I think is going to win it. Um, before I say that, I heard, I heard a rumor, mate, that Goldberg's contract uh, for Saudi Arabia is standalone compared to his overall WWE contract. Now, are you, is this for real, or is this is this like you telling me that Shawn Michaels appeared on Raw and SmackDown over this last weekend? <laughs> when I said to you, I've got Raw and SmackDown to watch in prep, and you went, "Yeah, I can't believe Shawn Michaels has come back to fight." Is this did that not, kind? Is this that kind of rumor, mate? Did you not cover this story in your prep work that you were doing? <laughs> no, I, I didn't come across this. Is this a genuine thing? Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard this. I mean, I feel like you could speculate on that, couldn't you? Like, if you get it wrong, who cares? If you get it right, who cares? Um, it's one of them, one of them no, one of them no risk stories that you'd only find out whether you're right or wrong in about six months' time when he comes back from WrestleMania and beats Roman Reigns. Um, <laughs> God, Alfred. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so where do we think it's going, Luke Goldberg versus Lashley? So. For me, just looking at it at face value, I, I just can't see any reason why Goldberg doesn't win this. For, for, okay. for me, it's really clear because because otherwise, why would you have him come back for this? Just, I just don't, it doesn't make sense to me for the Nashers to beat him again, just to have him on another pay per view and beat him again. Um, and I'm, yeah, I, I don't know. For me, it's just quite clear that Goldberg wins. I don't, I don't know what you both think, but. I, it's like I'm saying, I'm the same. I think Goldberg is winning this, but I think Lashley should win it because yeah. Goldberg's going to go away. The, the old man's going to beat the, 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 the guy who was champion a month and a half ago and then he wanders off into the sunset and then what do we have to, we have to try and find a way to re- rebuild Lashley enough for him to be a contender again. It just, it just doesn't, it doesn't sit right with me that Goldberg's going to get the win here. Now I know you say it's a house show. It doesn't really matter that much, but I just, I, I just, I just want to stop Goldberg beating legitimate wrestlers. That's all I want. Just stop winning matches, Goldberg. That's as simple as that, really. So I'm with you. I think Goldberg is winning this, but I, the fact it's a no holds barred match is somewhat to, to help in that as well. So Lashley can be slightly protected, but yeah, it does feel a little bit yeah, cheap that Goldberg's going to win it. Go on, Joe. You, you you completely disagree, and you think this is Lashley's night? No, I think it's Goldberg's night. But I think the solution here is. Um, Gage interference. Is it yeah. Gage? Is that his kid? Yes, I think it is, yeah. I just think that's the solution. I think oh, that's what the story they're going to tell. I think Lashley's going to look like he's going to beat him, then Gage's going to get involved, and then between the father and son, they can have a lovely moment, and then Lashley can just say, well, I only lost because Gage got involved and um, and took me out, and now Goldberg's gone and taken his ball and gone home, and then just leave that alone. Just leave Goldberg alone. Let him have his moment. I think you can rebuild Bobby Lashley quite quickly if you do that. I think that's why the no the no holds barred um, matches come about as well. 
Also, Plus that really protects Goldberg. Because also, exactly. Goldberg is not capable of any holds. That's yeah. the issue. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the... No, I was thinking this, because there's only so many ways you can say non-disqualification, because that's exactly what they mean. But no holds barred means you can use illegal holds. So I'm thinking, what illegal holds are there? Smashing the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Gouging the eyes out. <laughs> are they holds? Are they... <laughs> Smash... Oh, that's Joe. That, that. <laughs> Joe's defunct. Joe's defunct finisher from that short wrestling career he had. The old smashing the balls. That's what I mean. To be honest, mate, I think that's quite an effective move. To be honest, <laughs> look, look at all these mugs doing the four fifty splash and doing it. All. Jeff Hardy landing on his neck every time he finished the match. Well, you could just smash the other guy in the balls and pin him. <laughs> quick smash the balls. Quick schoolboy. Jobs are good, didn't the game. Quick schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh the, yeah the cheeky roll up yeah i like that <laughs> right <laughs> moving on from uh <laughs> from lashley giving goldberg a smash in the balls is um a match i'm proper looking forward to just because I, I i just love these two i think they're amazing rk bro versus aj styles and omos you know how i feel about these two you th- and rk bro is the best thing that wwe have put together Aside from Roman Reigns um, and Paul Heyman, I think this is this is this is incredible. Every single time they're on TV, and I mean, even this this week on Raw, where um, they were talking, where he accidentally, he Riddle had stupidly made himself a match with Omos, and they were talking about the fact they're going to be wearing um, matching skates, snake sing, snake skin speedos. Um, just have just having me giggle to myself. I just think I just think everything these two do is incredible. Um, I'm looking forward okay. to a review of that on the recap show. <laughs> oh, do you think that? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they do it. I'm hoping. I hope in Saudi we see it. Yeah, I'm sure Luke will, knowing his his views on attire. Oh yeah, definitely. I'll be, I, I, in fact, I'd be disappointed if they don't. Absolutely. Have a little um, viper. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right there, Ben. I'm the same. Like I, I really enjoy watching Riddle try and make Randy Orton laugh because that's basically what it's all about, isn't it? Yes. And he's not good at not not laughing. Like, yeah. And he's having, that's what I love about it, is Orton is having the time of his life. Because when Orton is bored, he's shocking. He's terrible. He's through the motions. But when he's involved in something, he's great. Like Randy Orton is, is has still absolutely got it. And and this is, I really hope they don't, they, they stick with it and they don't get too worried about it and worried it's going to lose momentum. Because, I know I took the mick at the very beginning about Mansoor versus Ali breaking up. This one could legitimately be huge. If they do it properly, this one could be a massive split. Um, so I'm hoping, but also think that RK Bro are going to take it. So I'm going to give it to RK Bro. I don't think AJ and Armas are winning those belts back. Um, Luke, what's your thoughts? What are you thinking? Yeah, same. I think you need. I think they need to keep the belts so they can keep the storyline going for a bit longer. And then, like I say, potentially at WrestleMania, they might have the match against each other. But I think I think they kind of need the belts and t- for, for for a longer period of time before they start doing that. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think I think they retain. They they if they don't have the belts, they're not a tag team. Well, no, it's, the the breakup starts at that point, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, Joe, RK, bro. Yeah. A- AJ, yeah. Nomus, you going for it? No, it's RK Bro all day long, isn't it? I think this is another one of those classic house show things where I think you're just going to back the you're going to back the faces in this, especially the champions. Um, I just don't know why you change that at the moment, to be honest. 
They seem to be doing really well. They're fan favourites. We're all waiting for the big breakup. All good. My only worry is, who have they got next to face? Because the problem is you've got this really good tag team and they're great tag team champions and proper popular tag team champions is really rare to, to pull off in WWE especially, but anywhere, to be honest. And they've got no one to face them. I can't remember who's on the who's on the Raw tag team roster. Can't remember any, I, I can't remember any WWE tag teams at this point, to be honest with you. Apart from Street <laughs> Profits and the Usos, I just can't think who else it's going to be. I just I just don't know who else there is that's legitimate that could face them and be anything worthwhile. I'd, if if I was writing it, which I'm not, um, because it would be good. Um, <laughs> Backing himself. It's the modesty there. That's what I always yeah. like about Joe. It's his modesty. Yeah. Really like to, really like to downplay my um, my abilities. Um, I, I would I would I would do something clever with um, Edge and Randy Orton again, like. Tease the reformation of RK, um, rated RKO, make make Randy Orton question it and decide whether he wants to stay with it. He looks like he's going to stay with uh, Matt Riddle, and then all of a sudden he turns on him and sides with Edge, and then it's them two, you know, kind of being that dominant faction again. That's what I would do. That 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 for me is a good story. I, the only reason I don't like that is because I don't want Riddle and Randy Orton to break up, mate. Yeah. But I mean, that's the only reason but I do like that's proper storytelling that's all I ever want from this from, from WWE is proper storytelling and that does it for me so no, I, 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 I back my abilities and I was, and I was delivered yeah the, um, the, the, <laughs> uncharacteristically I was <laughs> <and> delivered <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to find tag teams on Raw you got the Hurt Business I don't know if they'll bring those oh back. I forgot I was meant to mention them when, when we went Ron Lashley and Goldberg but I got distracted by um, the talk of ball smashing um, yeah so Hurt Business are back together how do, we, how do we feel about them as a legitimate tag team? It's just random, isn't it? Because like, obviously they had the whole story about the split and they hated each other. And then just one day they appeared back together again with no story behind it. Yeah, it was it's, it was ridiculous. It was the worst of what WWE do. It was absolutely the worst. You just went, this is so stupid. This is, we haven't got MVPs, proper injuries out. All right, okay, just throw those two back together again. No one will care. And it's, okay, brilliant. All right, so... Yeah, Hurt Business could be it, but it's not exactly setting the world alight. No one just cares, to be fair, because it's probably one of the better things I've got going. Like, it's not it's not that bad. It was just, why did you break up in the first place? Yeah, yeah. Particularly because publicly, um, MVP said, absolutely do not break these two up. Like, don't break up the Hurt Business. It doesn't make sense. Don't do it. And they did anyway, and it led to nothing. So... Yeah, it, it it doesn't make any sense. Any others you could? Any others you can see? Yeah, Ziggler and Rude. They're on Raw now, apparently. Yeah, they've got that. That's the big match announced for Raw tonight. Is uh, Drew McIntyre and Big E versus the Dirty Dogs again? Yeah. So that's gonna. If that doesn't pull in the ratings, I don't know what will. Mate, you've got a chance for an actual segue here. Go on, do it. Pull the trigger. I was wondering if there's any more tag teams. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> talking of Big E and Drew. Talking of yeah, talking of Big E and Drew. <laughs> 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 there was one so more tag be... team that potentially could be. Go on then, one more. Apollo Cruz and Commander Aziz. We could do something with them. Talking yeah, of Biggie, talking of Biggie and Drew. Mate, you can edit that scene, Mr. Harris. <laughs> you won't be asked, but you could. I won't. Yeah, I could, but I won't. I call it keeping it authentic. That's what I call it. It's the authentic style here at the uh, at the Views on the Sofa Network. Saves authentic laziness. Biggie versus Drew McIntyre. Now again. 
Joe played a blinder when we picked our wild cards all the way back when, and he has also got Drew McIntyre. So his two wild cards are Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. But um, me and Luke were fairly aggrieved and fairly annoyed and fairly kind of, I can't believe he's managed to get Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. Um, but here we are, and he's got to have Drew McIntyre. We've got to have Big E. And I can't say I'm upset about it, to be completely honest with you, because, I mean... I'll put it to you both, but there's absolutely no way in, at all that Drew McIntyre's winning this match, is there? Joe? No. Oh, sorry, you go, Oh, Joe. sorry, man. I, I, took a, I took a punt, and you had something to say about it, Luke. Now go for it, Luke. Go on. No, I was going to say, well, clearly, he's going to SmackDown the next day. So, it would be yeah. a bit stupid, wouldn't it? That's fair. That's absolutely you're not, fair. You're not, hitching, you're not all hitching your coat to the same that I am, which is that it's going to be a Drew McIntyre beats Big E and Brock Lesnar beats Roman Reigns and then they just do a, a brand switch. So Brock Lesnar goes to Raw. Well, there you go, Joe. Is that your predictions? That's good. Is that what you're going for, is it? Brock Lesnar later? <laughs> I'm a balls. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'd like just like to give the audience an, op- an option, you know. Don't all bet against me. Your fantasy booking's unbelievable, though, because, again, I'd watch that. That's, that's actually a half-decent story. It's better than what I've got now. It's better than what I've got now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Dave, if you're listening. Yeah, Dave, yeah, you know, you never know, Dave. You could go for it, mate. Um, Big E versus Drew McIntyre. I mean, it's going to be a good match. They've actually built it really well. This is a perfect example of how it's a shame that this is Crown Jewel. Because I think Big E versus Drew McIntyre could have actually been a really solid build and they could have had some real fun with it because they both know exactly where they are. They're both really good for promos. I think all the promos they've had have been really funny and, like, they they work really well together. Um and even the matches where they keep putting put, in, put together as a tag team, which I think is one of the laziest things you can do when you're booking two people against each other. But three they weeks, make it three weeks in a row. Yeah, and they're doing exactly the same tonight. So they're going to be a tag team again and, and all the rest of it. But yeah, Big E versus Drew, it'll be a good match. But Big E's kind of got to win it. And it's fair play to him as well. It means that Big E gets another big win. Um, I, pardon the pun, but he gets another win that kind of solidifies him as champ again. So... It'd just be interesting to see who his next competitor is after this. Edge. Right then. Now we're on to something that has a little bit more choice involved. Um, it's Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship um, that the um, sees Becky Lynch having been drafted to Raw, just to remind you before we start making any choices. Um, I've got to have Sasha Banks because she's one of my wild cards. So... Um, my choice is made for me. Um, so Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. Joe, where are you going with this one? Well, I'd like to I'd like to remind Luke before he makes his prediction of the the age old custom where um, we all take one person in a triple threat. And given that I was the person invited by Ben to pick second, I'm going to go for Becky Lynch. That's fine because I honestly could make a case. For, I don't know who's going to win this, so I'm very happy to take Bianca Belair. I, I'm absolutely with you, Luke. I am not convinced that Becky Lynch is walking out with this belt. Nor am I, to be fair. Nor, nor am I. I think she's the favourite. I think she's the favourite. Yeah. Here. But I think of all the ones where you could do something a bit clever, or not even clever, just change a belt, I think this is the one. We've got no other belt change, have we? No, there's no other there's no other belt changes in here at all. Uh, arguably, you've probably got the fact WWE could could think well we've got Mansoor winning and we've got the fact that Finn Balor's going to win the King of the Ring and he's going to get crowned and that's a, a big win that we could put something behind. So 
that they could try and you could justify, well, that'll do and we don't need any big changes. But it depends how clever they're going to be with their storytelling. Because what I don't want to see is Becky Lynch and Charlotte in the ring swapping belts. No. But if you have Sasha win this, she goes to SmackDown. And then Bianca's going to Raw as well, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, so Bianca and Becky are both on. Aren't the Street Profits on Raw if we're talking about tag teams? Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know about that one. I think they are. I think they're yeah, 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 yeah. They're moving to Raw. Yeah. So, so you, you could have you, you, you could have Sasha you could have Sasha win this and take the belt back to where it needs to be. Now you do have the you do have the idea that obviously Charlotte's going to have the belt on there and you've got Sasha have the belt on there, but there's ways around it. I mean, there's 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 you could, if you're good at storytelling, you can do this so that it matters and it gives you a good excuse to have Charlotte appear on both shows for a couple of weeks because she's got the wrong belt on the wrong show and she's drafted to the wrong place and all the rest of it. So that helps you with a bit of ratings and a bit of storyline pushes. So I'm really hoping Sasha Banks actually wins this because it kind of makes the most sense. Is a um a triple threat and no DQ so Charlotte Flair could get involved? No. Yes. You're absolutely right, yeah. Triple threats and no DQ. So Charlotte could get involved, that's fair. Didn't think of that. Yeah, she could do. I don't think so. I don't think you muddy the waters on this. So, but that's it's a fair point. It's absolutely a fair point. Um, so, we've got, so, so we've got a three-way split then, that's good. I was going to say, like Luke, you, you sticking with Bianca Belair? Yeah, well, because I, I, I genuinely don't know. So I was actually just going to suggest at the start, whoever Joe picks, I'll have the other one. Fair enough then. Fair enough. Right. So here we are, the main event. Um, I say it every single episode. Um, I am massively, massively impressed with this story, and it keeps getting better and better. It's so well written and so properly un WWE that it just gets. I, I'm, you know, I enjoy it every single time. The fact that this week was a contract signing, and you usually expect that to be a brawl, and all it was was Lesnar turning to Reigns and going, um, "Paul Heyman, sign my, help me sign my contract this morning." And he walks out the ring, and that's enough for everyone to go, ooh, and it makes you interested for the match, shows you how well-written this whole thing is. Um, did you did you see that? I was watching that, and I just thought it was a bit weird, because they kind of shooed the women out of the ring really yeah. quickly. Yeah, they were out and of then, time, weren't they? That's what I thought. They, they were, were they way were out, out of time. But they also sort of... But, but were they? Because it, because if you are out of time, there's ways to do it that isn't that. Like that isn't that wasn't that didn't come across well. I didn't think at all. I don't know why they didn't cut to the commentators while they were putting the table in the ring. I couldn't understand that because it was really weird. Because you saw Adam Pearce literally trying to get the table shoot, in the right place and trying to get yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah, and then yeah, right. made one if that's what they actually meant to do. I'm like, we we have yeah because is not Adam Pearce just like the face? He's not the actual organizer of the ring, right? So he's he's definitely got he's definitely got a he's got other role in WWE. He's not just a character. He's he's he is right. a he is I think he might be talent relations or part of talent relations. So he he's has not, got not, not another just But no, he's definitely not ring logistics. No, he's not. That's fair. Um it was yeah, it was that was a really weird thing. I mean, I like the fact that Lesnar and Reigns haven't actually properly got hold of each other, not properly. I like the fact that Lesnar's just beating up all his family and kind of teasing, beating up Heyman. Um, Luke, considering that Joe got to pick Becky Lynch last time, I'm going to give you first pick on this one, Reigns versus Lesnar. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Reigns. So I agree. 
I think that this is one of the best stories in WWE. But I am starting to get a little bit like Roman Reigns is never going to lose. And I just don't know where they go. I don't know who they ever have who's going to beat him. Because they're going to bring Brock Lesnar here and I still think Roman Reigns is going to win. And they're not building anyone. So I just can't see the, I can't see an end point to it. And maybe that's the point. Maybe Roman Reigns is just the, the champion forever. But just, just so from that angle, I'm getting a little bit like what's next sort of thing. But I'm enjoying the actual storylines as they happen, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, but I don't think Roman Reigns is losing. Joe, you agree? Yeah, I'm, to be honest, I'm, I'm with Luke on all that. Actually, I'm a bit. I'm. I'm. I don't. I don't. I do like the Roman Reigns storyline. I am just getting a bit bored of it now. I think the reason why this one isn't as boring as it could have been is because of the poor Heyman edition, as opposed to anything else. If you know what I mean, I'm. I am a bit. I am starting to get a little bit jaded on Roman Reigns, if I'm totally honest. But the way you solve this problem, I think, is you have. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns win and Paul Heyman cost Brock Lesnar. And then the storyline coming out the back of it is, well, yeah, Paul Heyman did do all the things that Brock Lesnar said he did, but he was always working for Roman Reigns, if that makes sense. Like a you, sort of double, double cross. You've, oh, yeah. you've completely echoed exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was gutted. I was sat here in silence going, got a really good story that i'm about to say <laughs> that roman reigns has master planned this whole thing and then you just fantasy booked my whole it's like damn it because i think that's exactly what's i think ray i think Heyman's got to cost lesnar and lesnar is still reigns opponent at wrestlemania i think lesnar's the person who takes this off reigns definitely definitely because you're right, they've not built anybody else. The and and you, again, you're both absolutely right. The only reason Reigns is staying as good a storyline as it is is because actually it's never about the belt. It's never about the fact he's champion. It's about anything else. It's about the fact that it's his family, or it's about the fact can he beat the demon, or it's about the fact that he's got to try and take the demon on while Lesnar's in the background. As the minute they make it about the championship and how he's a great champion, it's boring. And that's usually what kills long championships is because you just don't actually care. But while they make it about anything else, he's really good. And he's he's and him and Heyman are fantastic together. I mean, this is this is the reigns we always kind of wanted to see. So it works that way. Um Lesnar can't win it here at all. But I do think that he will get screwed over by Heyman. He'll go away for a bit. Heyman gets to brag that Reigns is the guy who tricked the beast and all the rest of it. And then we get Reigns gets a couple of dodgy opponents. He faces Biggie at Survivor Series. He faces whoever else over the next couple of months. And then, I don't know, Lesnar wins the Royal Rumble, maybe, something like that. Comes back at Royal, you know, or, or something, you know. But I think I think Lesnar's, I think it's got to be Reigns versus Lesnar at WrestleMania. I just, it's not going to be Rock. So I think it's got to be that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be against if they did something. I wouldn't be against if they just had Lesnar versus Reigns at Survivor Series. I know they do this brand warfare thing that no one cares about, but they don't need to do that if they want to actually spike the ratings for the build up to Survivor Series. Just do that. Doesn't matter. I'd be with you because I, I, as much as Big E versus Reigns is great, I, it's I, I want it to matter. I mean, I nothing for Big E. He's going to lose that surely. Yeah. I, or, what no what about it'd be screwy finish the usos get involved 
it'll be nothing. It'll be, yeah, Biggie loses it, but he doesn't really lose it. So it, it doesn't matter. See, for me, just make Survivor Series mean something. Just make winning the brand war mean something. Make it that you get you get the first or last the first and la- or the last place in the Royal Rumble, or you get something or anything. You know, just just mean make mean something because they come out the other end and you go, yes, yeah, so a SmackDown won. Great, okay, so on, onwards we go. It just doesn't doesn't matter. It's it's pointless. So Reigns versus Lesnar. So we've we're all thinking Reigns. Um, but hoping for a really good storyline coming out the back of it. Right. Um, I kind of set you a little bit of homework that um, Luke's told me he hasn't done. But um, I said to you, if you could fantasy book a potential crown jewel or Saudi Arabia match. So it's not got any decent sort of build. It's not main event WrestleMania caliber but it is essentially a big match. So some of these are big matches. Goldberg versus Lashley is technically a big match. Reigns versus Lesnar is technically a big match. We've had things like the return of DX in the past. We've had The Fiend versus Seth Rollins. We've had these kind of really big matches in Saudi Arabia. Um, If you could book your own version of that, um, what would it be? And Joe started the show saying he had someone. He had had something. He had had a pick. So uh, what is it, Joe? So I've loosely interpreted what you said as that, mate. Um, <laughs> okay, go for it. But what I would do, because I, I was thinking, because this, this conversation was born out of like the, I was telling you Shawn Michaels was coming back and that you had to be behind and that screwed you over. And um, so what, what I would do, and, and, and it is feasible, I mean, I appreciate there's some practicalities here of AEW, but have a TLC match between the Hardys, the Dudleys and Edge and Christian, but now. Now, I would love that. It would be awful, which is which is why it's perfect, which is why it's a perfect choice. <laughs> I reckon enough money and you could redo that like as it was at like WrestleMania 20, so 15 years ago. Hardy would take some bumps on that for sure. No issue. Oh, oh, of course he would. I mean, you would end all their careers. Yeah. The only person that comes out of that still standing is the same guy who always came out of it still standing, which is uh, Bubba Ray or Bully Ray. He's the only person that didn't actually ever take any proper bumps. So I'd go with that. I'd have that tomorrow. I'd, 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 I'd have that. I'd love that. So would I. I've gone for a similar choice in the fact that logistics don't work. But I think if you're going to have a big Saudi match that people kind of want to see but know it's going to be awful, I'd finally do Taker versus Sting. Okay. Yeah, give me that. So that's what I, you know, it's going to be shocking. Neither of them can move anymore. It's not going to be what you want it to be. But everyone's hoping to see it, and it's a big money match. So, uh that would be my choice. Taker versus Sting would be what I would try and put on Crown Jewel if you could. You got any 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 thoughts, Luke? Um, I'd probably do Charlotte Flair versus Roman Reigns for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just two yeah, biggest just, stars in the company. <laughs> just really mess with the Saudis' minds and get Charlotte Flair to win it, <laughs> and then that. crown her the new Universal Champion. Maybe that's the way to do maybe that's the way to do um, Survivor Series. It's just intergender warfare. I'd go with that. I'd, I'd absolutely go with that. Yeah. So who's that more that's interesting. It would be like RK Bro versus uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have that. I'd have that all day long. <sighs> right. Well, there we go. We've absolutely we've absolutely pulled that one out the bag as well, Luke. Fair play. Um, so to finish this off, it's over to uh, it's over to you, listeners. You can take part and take us on. Um, if you look in the podcast description, you'll see a form that has all of the cards <coughs> and your opportunities and your chances to 
compete and go up against us and it's completely free and you get a chance to win some official wwe merchandise and then if you carry on winning you carry on taking part you're entered into the main league that joe is annoyingly winning at the moment but just by one point um for big prizes at the end of of the season which is essentially wrestlemania so get involved if you want any more information you want to find the form if you want to get involved in the conversation with us it's just at predictcast on twitter and at predictcast on facebook um right crown jewel i'm actually quite looking forward to it now that we've uh, we've talked about it looking forward to it more now that we've discussed it watch it last night I, if yeah yeah uh no i'm all right mate if i can't skip the entrances i'm not i don't actually like to dedicate five hours of my life to this to, to these wrestling events if i can skip it if i can get it get a good five hour show watching a clean two hours i'm quite happy so uh, like, as a, like, i'll tell you what i'll watch one match live and then you flick on and it's mansoor ali and you're like <laughs> <laughs> i'll come back to it later it's the pre-show yeah <laughs> Right, we'll see you guys in a week's time when we uh, discuss what's hopefully going to be a fantastic Crown Jewel show. Thanks very much, fellas. Cheers, mate.